Okay, so we're just going to jump straight into it. Um, John chapter 13, verse 34 to 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. And this is so awesome because this was just before he was going to be um, betrayed. He knew his, who his betrayer was. It was also just before he was going to die. So he's really like setting the scene when you think about it. Um, and so I want to pose a question quick, okay? <laughs> Do you believe that Jesus loves you? Give me a show of hands. Okay, that's so good because he does. Congratulations. I'm going to get off the stage. I'm kidding. I've still got more to say. Um, <laughs> but um, I want to ask this again. Do you believe that Jesus loves you even when you're sitting in your lowest moment and there's a lot of insecurities that are around and maybe there's some shortcomings and a few failures, and maybe there's an addiction, and you said that you weren't going to do it again, but you did. Do you still believe that Jesus loves you? And the thing is, is that he does, and, and that's really what I feel like God wants to address tonight, is the fact that God's love for us is not based on our works. It's not based on anything other than the fact that just Jesus loves you, which is so incredible. It is so, so amazing. And so when I was prepping this, I was like, yo, Lord, I don't know what's, what's happening. I don't know what to do. I'm like freaking out here. And he goes, Amy, do you know what my love looks like? And I was like, Lord, please show me because there is so many different facets and I don't really like, you know, I'm like here, but you go like there, you know? And... Um, yeah, and he said it, it looks like this. When you're wanting to be seen by people, I'm staring at you. When you're sitting alone in your bedroom, not quite sure, you just, you want a hug, you want somebody to say that everything's going to be okay. He's sitting right next to you, waiting for you to turn to him so that he can lavish his love upon you. The whole point of this is the fact that God pours his love out onto you continuously. And it's about us. Are we distracted? Are we actually going to see that he is pouring his love out onto you? If we go back, let's just rewind. <laughs> to like 2000. And 23 years ago, what are we, 2023? Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, <laughs> if I can just paint this picture for you. Jesus is on the cross. He's pouring his love out. And when I was thinking about this, I was like, what would I be looking at in this moment? And initially I was like, well, of course, I would be looking at Jesus. Like, what else is there to look at, right? But actually there was so much happening. There was a crowd that was condemning him, that was mocking him. I could have easily picked up the opportunity of offense and say, how dare you say that about somebody that is actually giving his life for you? And then you look at the two men 
next to Jesus, also on a cross. And right there, there's the opportunity for judgment where I can stand there, look at the person next to me and say, I wonder what they did that like put them there, you know? But actually, if we were to look at Jesus on the cross, pouring his love out, he would show us how to love in that moment. What situation are you in right at this moment that you're looking at people, you're looking at circumstances, you're looking at your own feelings, you're not looking to Jesus to help you how to love that person. And so if we look and we say, okay, cool, God, what are you doing in this moment? You're not just dying for my sins. Where there was the opportunity to take offense from the crowd, Jesus gives the opportunity to forgive. And he says, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. And then we look at the two guys where there was the opportunity for us to judge, but Jesus doesn't judge. What does he do? He turns to the one man who actually accepts him and he doesn't go, listen here, you did something really bad. We need to get you off this cross so that you can go and atone for your sin and do some good works. Then come back, we'll talk, and we'll get you into heaven. He doesn't do that at all. He just says, today you'll be with me in paradise. Where there is the opportunity for judgment, God gives an option for mercy. And it's just so amazing. And, and that's the thing. Like, are we actually spending time with Jesus, with the source of love? Because he's the one that's going to show us how to love. How can we love unconditionally if we do not know that we are unconditionally loved? So I've got one minute. I'm going to pray quick. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you that you are here. Thank you that you love each and every person that is sitting here tonight. Thank you, Father, that you do not love the version that they bring to church. You love the truest form of them, O oh God. And Father, I pray that we as the church would see each other in our truest forms and love each other in our truest forms, Heavenly Father that, Lord, we would look to you and we would receive your grace and your kindness so that we can go out and love unconditionally. And I pray that we would have the revelation that we are unconditionally loved, O oh God. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>